0: The following is a presentation of the Bell Sports Media Network.
1: Ball sends it over to Edward Robles.
0: Go and start FC.
1: insert name fc what is up everybody it is Hector Flores host of the insert name fc podcast a member of belly up sports media network um just me today so this is all you're getting today Edward uh usually near the end of the month Edward has to stay at work and then also there's only two people at Edward's job so he is definitely um uh, kind of kind of fucked right now so um, usually around the end, near the end of the month. Yeah, I, I, I kind of already know I'm not going to have Edward. Um, so it's literally just me today. So I'm going to try my best to give you guys a pretty good show. Uh, we do have a, a lot to talk about. Um, we do have headlines this episode. Uh, we're going to we're going to do a. It's kind of like a midway, even though it's like I think there's like now seven games left in the Liga MX season. So we're going to go ahead and start uh, taking a look. There's some new changes in the Liga MX, so it's probably going to be pretty important to to take that into consideration. Um, also to look into it, kind of see who's looking good, who's looking bad, who's leading right now in goal scoring, kind of similar to what we did with the MLS and um, their halfway points. So we're going to do that as well with uh, with Liga Um Players of the Week, give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend and um, do my closing thoughts on a, on a topic. And uh, I actually, I have, a, it's actually something very, very, uh, something that I kind of I'm thinking about right now that uh, uh, we'll, we'll get there when we get there, obviously. But um, I gotta say, man, this, this week, man, uh, what a week for the city of Houston, man. Um, obviously if you guys don't know, uh, I've, Wow, I am really bad with cameras. As you can tell, I'm a Houston Astros fan. Also, apparently, I really love teddy bears. Uh, that's a graduation uh, gift. Um, but, uh, so yeah. Um, I feel like Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands. Hey, look, Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, if you guys are, you know, obviously, you guys don't know this unless you're watching it through uh, YouTube. Once again, subscribe, like the video, obviously. Um, so, you know, obviously just another way you can listen to insert FC is through YouTube as well. Um, but, uh, obviously you Houston Dynamo win the U S open cup, um, you know, the Texas Derby was this week. It was this past weekend, uh, really good crowd. Uh, unfortunately, uh, couldn't get, couldn't get a win. Uh, couldn't get a goal in either. Uh, but really great crowd over there at, uh, at Shell Energy Stadium. Uh, got to see Andres Shout out to Andres Naranjo and fox uh but oh and shout out to Dynamo fan t v uh they hooked me up with some tickets uh so I always appreciate Dynamo fan t v uh try to get get them on one day uh when I can but um nah, as i I mean aside from that man uh so Houston Dynamo you know bringing some 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 love to the team uh the Houston Astros. They uh they won the AL West. It took to the last day, ga- the last game of the season, but they did it. So uh, MLB playoffs was actually kicking off. Uh, it's kicking off. So the wild cards, of so the Astros aren't in the wild card. They they get to chill until the to till division series. So that's really cool. Obviously, you can tell I'm an Astros fan. Um, don't 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 let the blue and white fool you. This is a Salvadorian edition Astros hat. Um, but yeah, uh, I think um. Uh, also, for those that don't believe me, El Salvador. Um, obviously, if you're on YouTube or on Gold TV, also shout out to Gold TV. Um, but yeah, so like, obviously, Astros doing their thing, uh, winning the division, back in the playoffs, seven straight, seven straight, seven straight. I think it's the longest active streak right now in MLB. Um, so I, oh, well, in the American League. I know the Dodgers they're currently having their they're a pretty big active streak as well but um and then then the houston Texans, man uh they're finally looking like a competent football team uh american football team uh but yeah big win against us, the pittsburgh steelers uh so it's 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 pretty it's a pretty good time right now to be a houston sports fan uh rockets rockets are kicking off their media day. there's there's some things going on with the rockets i, I can't really tell you. I'm not a Rockets fan. I'm I'm actually a, a, a L.A. Lakers fan. Um, but aside from that, man, City of Houston, there's a lot to be excited about um, with the with the way the Dynamo are looking. Also, the Dash, man. But uh, I mean, Dash, there, there's some things going on. But with the Dynamo and Dash, you know, with Dynamo doing their thing, the the Astros back in the playoffs yet again. Um, and now the Texans, man, looking looking pretty nasty, man. C.J. Stroud. Uh, just what a what a quarterback, man. Uh definitely glad that we got him. But yeah, man. So really cool, fun weekend. I was really excited, really enjoyed this past weekend. Um I'm still very much exhausted from the past from this weekend. But no, yeah, I was at the Dynamo game. Uh once again, shout out to Dynamo Fan TV. Uh hooked us up with uh some tickets to at in the support section. That was actually the first time in my life I, that I've gone to a Dynamo game um, in the, in the supporter section, usually um, I've never been in that part of the, of the, of the, uh, of the stadium. Um, even back in the Robertson, Robertson stadium days, like I, you know, my, my dad would get us tickets to watch the Dynamo and it's usually just like a regular, you know, in everywhere else in the stand, but not at the supporter section, which is actually interesting because my dad was always intrigued by being where the supporters were um he thought it would be really fun. I always like saw it and I thought it was a pretty looked like a fun area to be in. Um but once again, I just you know just never came to be, never I just never went and went over there. Um never got tickets over there. Um but if if you're trying to get into the Houston Dynamo um or the MLS or cuz the one thing I will say about the supporter the supporter section for the Dynamo, um it's a I wouldn't say it's like kind of like what Europe is because I think the European support, Well, I, I think they still have an amazing uh, culture of fandom, like their chants, their songs. They're also great, but the dynamo, obviously it's more um, Latin, Latin, you know, more Latin uh, originated because it's, you know, the, the, the way the fans cheered. you know, with the musical, with the instruments and all that, it's more, it's more Latin influence. So, but it, it's still really fun. So, I mean, if I would say definitely, if it, if it's your first time ever going to a Dynamo match, like try to go to the supporter section, um, because you'll 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 definitely get. Uh, it's very infectious when you're in there. Um, and I mean, it was really cool to see the stadium full. Like I think, like well, not full, but it was definitely fuller than than we usually get. Um, I think it was probably because it was also FC FC Frisco. Um, but I mean, still a solid crowd. I mean, you know. We could hear everybody. I could I could freaking feel people like from like the other sections, like even doing the song singing the songs and all that. So that was really cool. Um yeah, overall, great experience. Probably would have been a lot more cooler if there was a win. But hey, beggars can't be choosers, man. What a match. Um and I guess shout out to Austin FC for winning Copa Tejas. Um uh, that's like your consolation for the season, I guess, because it has not been looking good for Austin. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so really cool weekend. Obviously, then Sunday, kick back, watch some football, um, watch watch the Astros uh, win the divi- win the division once again. So all in all, really really solid weekend. Can't can't complain at all by any means. So, all right. Once again, this episode will feature headlines. Um, we're gonna give you guys um, kind of a little he- like a little I guess not a preview but if you guys haven't been watching League I Mackey's the Apertura we'll we'll take a look into the league and see where where everybody's is in line so that way you know once we're kind of towards the tail end like I said there's still like seven games left in the season so we'll see you know who can who can jump in and get into that playoff position but so if you guys don't follow League I Mackey's this is a good chance for you to to know who's where who's in what position and um what to look forward to come playoffs for the aportura in liga MX. uh once again players of the announced players of the week and then give you guys some games to look forward to and then wrap this show up with my closing thoughts on just because it's just me but all right so we're gonna go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with overreactions oh shoot i forgot about overreactions but yeah we'll we'll, we'll get it going with overreactions let me tell you guys about belly of sports belly of sports is the internet sports bar. Go ahead and check out the website, www.bellyofsports.com to read some great articles from great writers all across the country from hockey, baseball, golf, soccer, you name it. Belly of sports is the premier, not your average website. And we're back. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and X at insert name FC. Also, follow us on TikTok we put like little clips from previous from episodes going on um and also uh, once every once in a while I'll do like a football career filter or a blind top 10 something like or if there's any new filters that pop up maybe I'll I'll do that as well so make sure you check us out on on TikTok at insert.name.fc so lots of lots of great stuff going there but obviously also on Instagram and Twitter if you guys are wanting to vote on our players of the week? You guys give get an extra. You guys also get to say on who wins the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year award. So make sure you guys go ahead and follow us once again on Instagram and X at insert name FC. And once again, check us out on TikTok at insert dot name dot FC. Uh, so we're trying to push out content for you guys. Uh, all right. So overreactions from this past weekend, man. Um. Poof, man.
2: There is. There's a lot, but uh, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna say this right now, man. Uh, there's a hot seat right now for
1: for uh, Ter Stegen, that's Ter Stegen, uh, T- Ten Hag. There is a hot seat for Ten Hag. Uh, things are not looking great over there, Manchester United. Um, I, I think in reality, I think Manchester United should be very much very patient with uh Ten Hag. I, I think that that's that's the kind he's the kind of manager that you do want to like, not rush it. Uh, kind of similar to what what happened with Mikel Arteta, um. But I know Manchester United is a club that honestly has gone so long without seeing success, and it's 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 so separated now from the Sir Alex Ferguson era that like. Everything just doesn't seem up to par from that time period. But I still think Ten Hogg is actually a really good manager. Um, I don't think it's on ownership. I know people want to say, like, oh, man, you know, Glazers has got to sell the team. Um, but at this point, it's on the players, man. Like, at the end of the day, the players, uh, you know you know i i i said a lot of shit about cristiano ronaldo when he when he did his interview uh with with whatever what's his name and and, and you know he was talking about how like the players like they don't have they don't suffer um which i, I think maybe his english wasn't <laughs> good enough to explain what he meant by that but i think what he's trying to say is like you know aff- you know players now they're just they're spoiled um that they're uh, they don't know what it means to to really work hard, and uh, I so I get where exactly Cristiano Ronaldo meant. Like maybe these guys are a little privileged, um, and, and so, but also like you know Ten Hag is he's doing some head scratching things, man. Like what's going on with him and Jaden Sancho? Um, obviously Anthony, that's that's a whole other debacle. But um, but you have quality in this team. Like there's good players in this in this roster. And it just—it doesn't make sense to why they're playing the way they're playing, um. And so I—I—and I, once again, I think Ten Hag is—is is actually a quality manager. I don't think—I don't think it's on him, but the mentality of this team, like, where's this all coming from? Because at the end of the day, man, the yeah, you know, Ten Hag is doing all the prep work, getting them ready and training, but. When they get on the pitch, man, at the end, it's the, it's the player. It's on the players to execute, and and I don't feel that from watching these Manchester United matches, man. Um, so I I definitely would say the hot seat is on. Uh, uh, there's a hot seat. It's getting hot for Ten Hag. I don't I don't think anybody can argue that it's not, uh, because it is. It, it it it's it's not it's not been up to par. Uh, it has not been up to par in, in the Premier League. I'm going to say in the Premier League because I think, uh, obviously, you know, they're, they're still in the Carabao Cup. Depending on how you rate the Carabao Cup, you know, they're still in the Carabao Cup. Uh, but in their last Premier League matches, obviously they lost to Crystal Palace 1-0. Uh, they lost to Brighton 3-1. They lost to Arsenal 3-1. Um, you know, they did beat Nottingham Forest 3-2. But that's the thing, 3-2, right? Um, I think a team like Nottingham, they should be able to handle them. They lost to Tottenham. Uh, they they barely, they beat Wolves one nil. So there is there is some concerns, man. There is a lot of concerns right now with Manchester United, and and once again, it's still early in the season. It's still so early, but they are sitting at tenth place, with three wins and four losses, and and like with nine points, Manchester City has eight. Manchester City has double the points. Of uh, of Manchester United right now, uh, and once again, it's 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 still early. It's still early. It's October. We're not really going. We're we we're not really like uh, in name FC. Like we're not really going to start looking at the standing, the table, till you know till December when we do our, our 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 halfway point of the season kind of thing. So so there's not a a real concern there, but you know obviously if you're Manchester United and, and and you're 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 already a frustrated fan base you're just you just want to find a scapegoat at this point like you don't really care um but obviously everyone's been pushing the Glazer wagon for quite some time now and and I, trust me I get it i mean you know i get for the 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 the, the, the stain for the Glazers but my my uh my my thing is also is it really a new ownership that this is what the, that the team needs to be to be productive? And I don't think so. And I think, you know, the Glazers say what you want, but they've gone out and got, you know, they went out and they have not had an issue spending money. You know. They went and got Anthony. They went and got they they went and got Lukaku. They went and got, you know, they they went and got Pogba. It just didn't work out. But they go, they go for it. Um, yeah, they were bust, But at the at the end of the day, you're not going to know how these guys are going to perform until they go out onto the pitch and and play. Um, and I think that's uh, you know, and and you know the fans just, fans wanted Pogba. Unfortunately, Pogba didn't pan out. The fans liked Lukaku. Maybe some may differ, but they got Lukaku. It didn't pan out. Uh, you know, you you had you had Jose Mourinho at one point as your manager. You went on and got one of the best managers in, in the world right, one of the most most decorated, one of the most decorated managers in the world. It didn't pan out.
2: Um you went after Van Gaal. It didn't work out. Um
1: so at that point what's 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 the real problem? Cuz the ownership is is trying, right? They're going after the, the 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 big guys in the market, right? Ten Hog was was a big name in the market, right? Of as an upcoming manager, like look what he did with Ajax. Everyone keeps flaunting Ajax to to prove a point about Ten Hog. They went after him. They got him. Uh, you know, and then Ten Hag starts bringing guys that he feels fits with his system. You know the. A lot of Dutch influence, but a lot from the era divisi, but still high potential guys. You know, Anthony. Everyone wanted Anthony. Manchester
2: United got him. Uh, Lisandro Martinez. Everyone wanted him. They got him.
1: They, they wanted to solidify their backline. They went after Rafael Varan from Real Madrid. They got him.
2: They needed a a solid six. They got Casimiro. They got him.
1: I I, I don't think you can keep blaming the Glazers. I don't. I really. Th- I don't really. I really don't think you can. Um, some people might say, yeah. Like I'll be happy. Look, we get a new ownership group. That Manchester United gets a new ownership group. We'll see what happens. What's what's going to be the difference between their big spending versus the Glazers' big spending? Uh, at, at the like, once again, at the end of the at the end of it all, the guys are the, are valued at what they're valued. You know, their market value is their market value, and when you, especially when you're trying to go after them, you gotta kind of pass. You know, you, especially when you're competing with multiple clubs, sometimes you have to overpay for somebody. But they've been getting the guys that are kind of valued as high market, right? Ten Hag was somebody that a lot of the
2: clubs were very interested in bringing in as a as a manager.
1: So I, I I think I think the the blaming of the Glazers, while it's a very loaded issue, and even I think that for the sake of of Manchester United, they definitely do the Glazers just need to do sell the club to somebody. But. I don't think I don't think it's on them. I don't think the blame's on them. I don't think the blame's on ten hog i I think it's at the end of the day the players have to execute that's 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 gonna be
2: the issue. The players need to execute until then we're gonna keep looking for blame, but I think it is the players. they just have to perform, so that's what we really need to see so my whole reaction is that. I mean, I don't. I don't think they. Sh-
1: I think they should just ride it out with Ten Hag. I think kind of same thing with with Mikel Arteta. But I get it with Manchester United. It is. They they want they want success, and they haven't gotten success in quite quite a long time. And it
2: looked like they were close. They looked like they were so close after last season. But players aren't executing. Players aren't executing.
1: So I mean I I I will say you it's the to me right now, they it's the players. Um because you you got you got a lot of experience in that locker room. And and for some reason and, and people are gonna blame Onana. I still think Onana is a top, top goalkeeper. I, I think that back line has a lot of flaws. AKA Harry McGuire. Um but but yeah, I I think the, the there is a hot seat for the my overreaction is that there is a hot seat for for uh, Eric Ten Hag. Um, I don't think it's merited. It's there's I mean I see I see the reason for it. I think that I I think in reality I think Manchester United needs to just ride it out with Ten Hag and, and let him steer the ship. Um, kind of same thing with Liverpool what they did with Klopp. Same thing with that Arsenal did with with uh, Arteta. Like. You just gotta ride it out with these guys. Let them let them build the team in their in, in what they envision, and and see see if it if it flourishes or not. So, because um, I can tell you, man, there was a point when when Arsenal with Arteta, I was I wasn't sure if he was the guy. I was not sure, and you know obviously now he's he's definitely proved me wrong. So, I'll say that. I think uh, I think we I think uh, I think honestly. I would I would ride with with Ten Hag, but I know that the, I know the seat is very much hot at Manchester United. Uh, but all right, headlines, man, headlines. All right, we're gonna k- kick things off with with sweatgate. So if you guys don't know, Aston Villa is planning on terminating their contract with Castore. Uh, Castore is a apparel company, kind of similar to like. Well, I wanna say it's similar to Adidas because Adidas also does shoes, but, um, Castore, like, um,
2: I don't want to say Umbro either. Wow, man. Dang, everybody's got a shoe now. Um, okay, uh, similar to, fuck, no, I can't use that one either. Um, there is a, I know there's a brand.
1: I know there's a brand out there. Uh lotto, I'm just gonna say lotto, and I don't think that exists anymore, but lotto, you know where they just make apparel, they just make clothing uh clothing, so Aston Villa is terminating their contract with Castore because there's been a lot of complaints about the kits this year um that obviously when they're playing it's very it gets very wet, and the the jersey basically just attaches to your body um so and obviously, this is more so for guys that, are, that sweat profusely, which is also something that's very common to happen when you're playing football, um, soccer. I guess for for the people that don't like to call it football. Um, but so because of, and and obviously, the the men the the English Premier League Aston Villa have been playing, obviously because the English Premier League has been going. Um, so they've been raising their concerns about the jerseys already, and coming up is the women's super league, or I think it's already started Um the women's super league. And so, you know, obviously if you start sweating, it, 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 it the jerseys attached to your skin, people see things. Um Obviously there's some, some men out there that are very much infatuated with uh, a certain Swiss player that plays with Aston Villa um, but yeah, it's not, it's not a good look for Castor. It's not a good look in general. Um, obviously when you're wearing, you know, jerseys, one of the things that you would hope for it to be able to do is, um, help alleviate with, with, with the sweat part. That's why you have that material. Cause it's, it, it doesn't, it's not bad when you sweat versus a cotton shirt, but now that it has that feature, it's, it's, it's a pretty rough one, but I, I've heard of a lot of complaints about Castore. This isn't the first time that uh Castore was terminated with a contract by an English Premier League team. Actually Newcastle United is a team that uh did was is also going through that as well. So that it's an interesting that's a really interesting thing to me but um I was I would figure that like the reason why it's even more uh more of a bigger issue is for the fact that uh, that there is a women's team and obviously um, there's going to be players that are probably not looking forward to wearing that Jersey uh, come game time. And so, so yeah, um, it is, a, it's something that I wonder, I'm intrigued by just not for horny reasons, but I'm intrigued by just to see like what happens with the uh, reputation of Castori um, because there's a lot of clubs that use their shirts they, they use their apparel I, I believe sevilla is also one of them so it's going to be intriguing to see like how many more other clubs choose to end their contract with castore uh be for that for that concern um so sweatgate that is that is in fact a thing um the second headline is the barcelona bribery scandal so it has come out that actually i think we touched up on this a few episodes ago but uh Barcelona is currently under investigation for bribery um so it was it was it said that the that Barcelona essentially has spent more than 7 million euros um paying uh ref, former former vice president of the referee association for for Spain uh Jose Maria Enriquez uh, Negría, uh in 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 quite a time span but uh they're they're kind of doing investigations on bribery and
2: you know things of that nature um
1: i'm i'm going to tell you man i am honestly going to tell you that it's not shocking for me to hear that 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 could be going on i'm not saying like oh man no surprise barcelona is doing this no i mean like i i'm i'm not surprised there's been there's been constant constant uh stories of bribery in the game um one second
2: a bribery, a bribery happening,
1: and it's always the big clubs. Juventus had a big scandal. if you guys want to know a little bit more about that, go check out bad sport on netflix they They did a whole doc a whole episode dedicated to Juventus's bribery scandal a c Milan also got hit with that same thing with a bribery scandal um it's not common it's it, it's it's what it's what these clubs do. They want to get an edge. And and it's like, you watch these matches and you're just like, there's no fucking way. There's got to, like, these 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 referees are making so many one-sided calls. Like, this, the refs are only calling for this team. And so, Barcelona got caught. That's, that's really what it was. It's not that, uh, I don't think, I think Barcelona is just as guilty as every other club that does it. I think there's a lot of clubs that do do it. I'm not going to be shocked if one day uh we find out that, you know, Manchester City doesn't. I'm not going to be surprised if Arsenal does it. I'm not going to be surprised if AC Milan, Juventus does keeps keep keep doing Inter Milan does it. I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if PSG does it. I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if Bayern Munich doesn't. Cuz obviously the clubs with the big money would 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 try to do it. Would because they have the resources for it, right? And that includes Real Madrid. I I, don't, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked for of the slightest if it came out that all the power club, all the big clubs in the Champions League have have been have have done some sort of bribery. But Barcelona got caught. That's the difference. Um, it's like kind of similar to like the Astros cheating scandal, right? Um, for for all of, for those of you who do not don't watch baseball or don't follow baseball. In 2017, the Astros got caught uh, doing a uh, cheating scandal, where which involved a camera at center field uh, to find out the pitches that were being thrown. So, obviously, if you guys don't know catchers, they do a bunch of hand signals uh, to indicate what pitch they want they want to be want, want the pitcher to throw. And um, and the Astros were able to have use a camera from center field, a live feed and they were able to figure out what hand signal meant what pitch. And so what then then they would do is they would relay that message to the batter by hitting a trash can. Um and so and so, you know, obviously the Ashes got caught because, you know, they had a disgruntled player who decided to snitch on them and it wasn't a an article in the athletic. Um and then obviously after that they got shunned by the entire league people still to this day are still angry about the the 2017 cheating scandal and my my reaction to it is frankly yeah it sucks they cheated obviously they're, they're my favorite baseball team um as a matter of fact i have a world series ring from that year uh, i worked for the astros in 2017 but i'm you know fuck off uh but the reason why i'm not i really am not like you know, oh my God! You'll know, give give them back the world series trophy. It's because I know for a fact that a lot of teams do this. Maybe not banging a trash can level, but everyone has their own way of doing that same thing, which is electronically stealing signs. Everyone has some sort of system. It is, and and it's not it's so like kind of similar to with this bribery scandal. This might be a little bit more heinous because obviously you're having official of you know referees who are offici- supposed to be officiating these matches. Unbiased, um, and you're paying them to be biased. You know, so maybe this is a little bit more egregious, but at the end of the day, it's still some form of cheating, right? And may it may not win you matches, and like bribing the referee isn't going to guarantee you winning a match, right? Because you know sometimes there's teams that perform despite what the referee is doing, right? So like the the referee can't can't remove a goal. Right, if they score a goal, they score a goal, right? So, I mean, maybe a bullshit offside, but now with now with VAR, eh? Well, I know recently for Liverpool, probably don't want to hear about VAR, but but now with VAR, like there's a checks and balance, some level of checks and balance where it's kind of, you know, it's not it's not as easy to take a goal away from somebody. You know what I mean? And uh, and then sometimes if it's a clean goal, it's a clean goal. So bribery may not necessarily secure a win. It will it will help in some case, but it's not a it's not gonna be a surefire way secure win similar to what the, the sign stealing scandal was for the Astros. It didn't necessarily guarantee them wins. It just it gave them a, a, a slight edge, a slight better edge to win. And um but because you obviously now Barcelona has become the face of this bribery scandal. Once again, I guarantee you, there's a lot of clubs that do this a lot of clubs not not only in Europe. I would even say you I don't be surprised if it's going on in in Latin America as well in Asia, everywhere like don't be surprised that it's 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 actually a very common thing in the game,
2: but Barcelona got caught, and when you get caught, you become the face of it, right Everyone hates you for it.
1: Everyone's a hypocrite, but they are going to do it, and, and and it's proven because so Barcelona played Sevilla. Um, normally, they they would have like a, a lunch amongst the, the the clubs, and obviously also Barcelona would then invite Sevilla's you know the the big heads of Sevilla to come to their suite and watch the match with them. Um, Sevilla refused to, and it was because of the cheating scandal. They refused to go to go out to go eat with them. They refuse to uh, sit next to them because they are shunning them
2: for this bribery scandal. Is Barcelona going to win? Well, I mean, they did win the game, but I mean, like,
1: is is Barcelona going to be able to overcome this? Probably. Obviously, I mean, even though they're technically broke, I'm sure they have still some resources that can help them at least not get fully suspended or, Stripped of titles or anything like that, I think that the Barcelona will still come out fine.
2: And then at the end of the day, people are going to move on from this. Why? Juventus. Juventus got caught doing this exact same thing, and I don't see anybody shunning Juventus. So, yeah,
1: I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it getting tarnishing their their, and, and, and I, I the reason why I say this because like corruption in, in, in the and and football and soccer. It just goes hand in hand, like it, like it's like this financial fair play shit. It's a it's to me it's a crock of shit. Financial uh financial fair play is like the ultimate like, okay fuck you, like. Because to me. All the big clubs should be getting should be getting hit with financial fair play violations. Every club, not just not just Manchester City,
2: not just PSG, like Bayern Munich, they
1: they are literally the example of financial fair play. They're literally they should be the fucking poster child of financial fair play. They literally dominate their league, and they do buy all the players from that league. PSG.
2: I'm sorry, but that that's what they're doing. Real Madrid probably should get hit with those violations as well. Maybe not recently, but definitely same thing with Barcelona. Same thing with all
1: the teams in Europe, in England. There is a clear advantage with what some of the big teams are doing because they're able to pay go out and buy the best players in the world. Just pointing that out. Is I think I think uh so and and you don't see anybody complaining unless you're a fan of you know one of the teams that gets destroyed by them because they can't you can't beat them out in 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 transfers and you can't beat them out on the field. But yeah, so I financial fair play to me is just the biggest crock of shit because it's not being policed. It's not being policed, and 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 when they they say they're gonna do something about it, they don't fucking do anything about it. Um. So yeah. Uh. But the the Barcelona bribery scandal.
2: We'll move on from this. It's it's been proven. There's a history on it. Once again, look at Juventus. Nothing really, nothing really happened. So, so yeah. And the last last headline is Napoli, Napoli. So if you guys don't know, Napoli posted a TikTok
1: of Victor Osimhen uh and it was him they they had like a high pitched voice speaking as victor Oseman, um saying give me penalty please give me penalty please. give me penalty please in a high pitched voice and and obviously you know he gets you know he's getting the penalty and he misses the penalty
2: this man won you the league last year he was the leading goal scorer in the Serie A last season, and you make a TikTok, making him sound like some like little bratty child. Give me penalty, please. And then it was a penalty that he missed. I I, I mentioned this a lot. On Instagram, I like one of the big issues that I have with this world, especially now, is not everything needs to be posted on social media. Not everything needs to be posted on social media,
1: or some some app. For example, the the player I think it was Zuma Kurt Zuma, the player that 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 uh. That got really, got, everyone got pissed off at for for kicking a cat, and how his his brother thought it'd be a bright idea to put it on his Snapchat story. Like, where where in that moment, and I'm I'm going back to Napoli here. Where in that moment that y'all were like, oh, this is awesome. This is gonna be
2: so funny. It's gonna be so awesome to post it on TikTok. This is your fucking star. And you decide to mock him on TikTok. The man that helped you win a Syria trophy.
1: I'm so dumbfounded by this. That social media person, the social media coordinator, manager, the whole social media team should be fired. Because this led to such a chain of events that is ridiculous because Nigeria got involved, the government of Nigeria because obviously Victor Ossiman is Nigerian um they were pissed because obviously victor osiman he
2: he's he's making the country proud, of, the country of Nigeria proud. you insulted him, you disrespected Victor Osiman. For a funny TikTok video that really wasn't funny,
1: you thought it was funny, but it wasn't funny, and, and 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 it was disrespectful. I I don't know why the Nigerian government's getting involved, but you know it. You know what? No, I I can see why. Because I mean, like, I would. I'm not saying that that he is, but I'm sure if if someone posted a, a disrespectful, t- if 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 whoever's the governing body of boxing. Were to put, were would to make a mean tick like a a funny tic, like a tick a funny TikTok to them, but disrespectful TikTok, a Manny Pacquiao freaking the country of the Philippines is going to engage war in the boxing federation. So you know what? No, I I can so I can see that I don't know if Victor Oseman is the Manny Pacquiao of Nigeria. I imagine he's not, but obviously he's making the country proud. You know, he 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 won the Serie A. He was the leading goal scorer in the Syria. So of course he's making the country of Nigeria proud for how he's performing. And Victor Osiman obviously he makes this he makes his decision at, at, you know at a young age to go move to Italy and, and play for Napoli. Uh go move to Naples. Um and I mean had an amazing season last year right leading once again leading goal scorer uh in the Serie A wins the Serie A with Napoli. Um every you know me Edward and and Kelsey we all expected that he was going to make a big move to some big club in Europe. You know, Chelsea was a team that was being uh listed for him. Um now I'm hoping Real Madrid gets him. Um and and obviously he he still has that sentimental sentimental value towards the city. And and the, and he still loves the club because obviously it gave him his shot, his opportunity. But if I was Victor Osimhen, in which I mean he did, you know, I, I I you know, I was I was I was off I'm full of support of Victor Osimhen because fuck this club. Um he, you know, he he was coming in for training, dabbed up the team manager, um, and then just kept walking. Then didn't acknowledge his teammates, just walked up, got to work, and I th- I believe he actually scored a goal in his last game. Can't, don't call me on it, but I think he performed very well in his last game. Um, I just don't watch Napoli. <laughs> um, but like at,
2: at the end of the day, he's he's over here being the bigger man. And y'all
1: made a TikTok about this guy. Bro, I will, I guarantee you, to me, that's, if the, first of all, the person that was making the video, I don't know where they, they didn't have that moment where I probably shouldn't, I, should, I probably shouldn't do this. And then I am I assume that you're supposed to show this then to the social media manager for them to do the final approval before you drop, post it on social media. And they looked at it and was like, hey, that's good, let's go.
2: This is Victor Oseman. The man won you as Syria.
1: Like. Yeah. I, I'm I'm just like. This makes no fucking sense to me. And once again. This goes back to what I say. Like not everything needs to be posted on social media. Especially shit that's going to make you look bad. I'm not, I'm not saying that like. Kurt Zuma should have never kick the cat. Like, I'm not saying, obviously, don't kick a cat. But what I'm saying is don't, you know, it's in the privacy of your home, own home. We don't know how people live when they're in their own, within their own homes. We don't know how they are. We don't know if they're drug addicts, if they're serial killers. You know, we're not gonna know until that shit comes out. Like, we didn't know Kurtzuma kicks his cat. But, you know, it was posted on social media. I mean, I, I count Snapchat as social media. You post it on your story in in uh, on Snapchat, and now the whole world knows you kick your cat. You know, um, And it's like shit. You don't need to put everything out on social media. Like not every not everything has to not everything
2: the world has to see. Uh, and 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 like
1: they had there was and what's crazy to me is that there was nobody in Napoli that looked at that video and said, don't post
2: that. Not one person. Not one person.
1: So, and I mean, I'll give props to Victor Olsen, man, for, for for declaring that he's still loyal to the club. He's still loyal to the city. He didn't say the club.
2: He actually said he was loyal to the city. But yeah, there's rumors now. There are rumors now.
1: That he won that, that he that there's clubs ready to get him out of Napoli. I'm surprised he's still at Napoli. I thought he would have been one of the big summer transfers. But Real Madrid, who actually do need a nine. I'm actually kind of dreaming about this now. If I'm about to be ready to say fuck <laughs> fuck uh Kylian Mbappe, bring me Victor osiman Actually I, I am saying bring bring Victor Olsiman. Because fuck. Kylian Mbappe at this point. Um unless he, unless he goes to Real Madrid then I'll go back to to praising him all day. Uh but yeah. This is so stupid. This has to be the dumbest thing
2: ever. Like
1: I don't know how how a professional a professional team would ever post a, 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 some sort of social media post that would disrespect one of their own players. That's what I don't get. I really don't get that part. Like, I mean, if someone wants to explain it to me, cause I can't fucking understand why. I get like the little, quite like, you know, uh, you know, what would you rather shit? Like, I, I get all those things that's just like fun social media crap but I'm talking about doing a post that straight up just disrespects the player. Give me penalty, please. In a high pitched voice. And then just to show that he missed the penalty on your own social media, you took it down. I mean, everyone knows it. Everyone's seen it, but you took it down because after, after you got all that backlash, you realize how dumb it was.
2: So. You chose to disrespect your fucking
1: player. You chose to disrespect a player that helped you win the Serie A. You disrespected a player that was the leading goal scorer in the Serie A. Had he not been on your team, you wouldn't have done that shit. And so it's so... It's just so fucking dumb to me. Like, you really tarnished a relationship with a player because of this. You you made your club look toxic because of this. Because now every player that now freaking <laughs> uh Gabriel Vega who chose to go to Saudi Arabia over Napoli now he looks like man he knew something you're going to make it so hard
2: for yourself to find players because now I'm like man I don't want to be on the next TikTok post and I'm sure Napoli will still be fine it's a big club it's it's a big club in Italy but still this guy I'm not saying should be top over Diego Maradona,
1: but I mean he's definitely up there. He's definitely close. Still beneath, you know, still below Maradona because Maradona is going to be the all-time great for for Napoli. But this man d- deserves a high level of respect especially from being able to stay with the club for so many for as long as he's had be a consistent player for you.
2: And happy you win the Serie A. Leading goal scored. And that's what y'all want to do. That is... That's fucking pathetic.
1: Yeah, y'all... I honestly tell you, you guys don't deserve a player like him. Like, he should he should fucking take his talents elsewhere. He should be getting, taking his talents elsewhere. Because he, de- he deserves to be playing in the highest level. So, yeah. What a bunch of fucking morons, man! Uh, we're gonna take a break, and then we'll get going with um, our our look, our catch up with uh, Liga Mekis.
0: Spring has sprung and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning. They've already helped you tidy up all the nooks and crannies of your body's basement, but this year, Manscaped can help you get the perfect presentation on that beautiful face with the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Make sure you look your best this spring by using code BELLYUP20 to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. It's time to tame your mane with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. The sun is peeking back out, which means you'll have to show Your face in the daylight again. So use the kit to make sure your scruff looks award winning, whether you got glorious beard flow or some smooth, sleek cheeks. The kit starts off with the Beard Hedger, a waterproof cordless trimmer with a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard. So no more messy drawers full of add-ons. It also comes with the titanium coated T-blades that are tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to a single stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art in a travel size package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. So what are you waiting for? Save 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUP20 at manscaped.com. Focus on the face and use the Beard Hedger Pro Kit for the cleanest look in the game.
1: All right, and we're back. So, League on Mackeys. So there's some new changes to the League on Mackeys format. I'm guessing now that we're a little bit more away from the pandemic. Um. I guess three years to be more exact. Um, they decided to kind of fix the format for the playoffs. Um, so now the top six automatically make it to the quarterfinals and seven through 10th place have to qual- have to uh, qualify. For, they qualify for a play in game. So obviously the two from the playing games then go in and play in the quarterfinals. I'm assuming against the first and second place team. So, here are the standings as of right now. In first place, we have America with six wins, three draws, one loss, with a total of 21 points. In second place, we got Tigres with six wins, two draws, and two losses with 20 points. Third place, we got San Luis, Atletico San Luis to be more specific, with six wins, one draw, and three losses with a total of 19 points. In fourth place, we got Juarez. Wow. Uh, with four wins, three draws, and three losses, with a total of 15 points. And in fifth place, we have Atlas with four wins, three draw, three draws, and three losses, and with 15 points as well. And with four, four wins, three draw, uh, basically all everyone, all of them have you know 15 points. Um, Pumas with four wins, three draws, three losses, with a total of 15 points. So that is the top six. So these guys would automatically be in the quarterfinals. Um, and I'm going to assume that you know essentially if the things were to stay right now, América would play against the eighth seed team, and then Tigres would play against the seventh seed, which means that San Luis would play against uh, Pumas, and then Juárez and Atlas would then face off each other in the qu- in the quarterfinals. So that would essentially be the format. So for the play-in game. We have, in seventh place, Chivas de Guadalajara with four wins, three draws, and four losses, giving them 15 points. Um, Eighth place, we have Toluca with three wins, five draws, and two losses, giving them 14 points. And in ninth place, we have, I don't know why I said, and in ninth place, we have uh, Tijuana with four wins, two draws, three losses, giving them 14 points. And then in ten plays we have Monterey with four wins, one draw, and three losses, giving them 13 points. Essentially, I'm assuming that Chivas would then play Monterey and Turuca would play Tijuana for the playing game. And the lower seed, would then, depending on who wins. So, for instance, if Monterey was to beat Chivas, they would have to play against America, being that they're the 10th seed. I'm assuming that's how it's going to be working. Um, but the rest of the table in 11th place, we have Globe Leon with 12 points. 12th place, we have Querétaro with 12 points as well. Uh, Santos Laguna in, in 13th with 11 points. In 14th, we have Pachuca with 11 points as well. In 15th place, we have Mazatlan with 10 points. Um, in 16th place, we have Necaxa with eight points. In 17th place, we got Cruz, who also have eight points. And in 18th place with eight points as well, is Puebla. Um, so yeah, so that's the table. Uh, leading goal scorer right now is Carlos González de Tijuana and Harold Preciado of Santos Laguna, who both share the first, the top spot with seven goals. Uh, leading in assists is Juan Brunera of Santos Laguna with four assists. That's interesting because obviously Santos is not, not right now in a in a playoff position um and having the leading goal scorer and the leading assist man but uh leading the league right now in the apertura to be more specific in clean sheets is tiago volpi of toluca with five clean sheets so at least toluca's doing something there um and for me the mvp of this season is on so far is andre pierre gignac with five goals and three assists so when you look at the table you're looking at the table currently right now Biggest surprise so far, and I, honestly, I would say it's a tie between San, Atletico San Luis and FC Juarez um, because they're in the top six. I, I, you know, obviously they're looking at an automatic spot in the quarterfinals. Um, so they're right now my biggest surprise. Obviously, these teams have kind of been like bottom dwellers in in, in Liga MX for for quite some time, but they've figured have, have done quite the turnaround, and now they're in a prime position to be in the playoffs. So definitely my biggest surprise this this season for the Apertura um if there is a team that i think could get into the playoffs and they're not far from it i i think obviously leon you can never count on leon it's a, it's a team that you're just all you when you think of Liga MX players at least recently leon is definitely a team that you constantly think about um they currently have 12 points right now they can easily jump into that and I mean like I said, like seven games remaining in the season. Um so twenty one potential points. I'm not saying they're gonna win it they're not gonna win win just you know, you know, run the table or anything like that. But potential twenty one points, um, especially if they're facing off of any of the teams that are in front of them. Could be a big boost for uh, for Leon. And so I would definitely say don't don't sleep on Leon. I think they could definitely uh, put make a make a strong push to get into a playoff position. Um, at least that's where I'm at. Um, favorite to win the Apertura, I'm gonna go with Tigres, man. Um, I know I usually pick America, but Tigres is always such a solid team, in my opinion. And I, I should look at. I mean, Gignac still still doing it, man. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he's he's definitely closer to 40 now. Um, I don't think he's 40, but he's definitely pushing it though. Um, I believe he's the same age as – probably almost the same age as Giroud. But, I mean, he's still being effective, man. Five goals and three assists. And some of y'all might not think that's a lot. But, I mean, we are all ta- We are talking about 17 games. You know, for, for – because, remember, they play half seasons. So, the Apertura and then they play the Clasura. So, opening and closing seasons. Um, so, honestly, I think that, you know, it wouldn't be that far-fetched of an idea for for Tigres to be on it. And I think, once again – uh, Gignac still being the beast that he is. Uh, Tigres has always been able to get players. Um, obviously, they recently got uh, Marcelo Flores. I think they're working on getting Marcelo. Either Marcelo Flores is now with Tigres, or they're working on getting him. Um, so, and yeah, they're they're loaded. Uh, so I would I would not sleep on Tigres. I think they could definitely win the Apertura, and I mean they did win the Clausura recently, um, and they did win the Camp- and the Campeones Cup. So. You know, Degades is is definitely a team to keep an eye on. So um, so if you guys haven't been watching League I well there's the table. If you guys want to go ahead and check it out. I will tell you, man, I think the, I think League I is such a fun league. I love I love the passion of the fans. I love um I love the competitiveness that they have in these games. It's a lot of excitement, man. It's just to me, it's just really good, really good soccer, man. Um so if you guys ever get a chance to catch a League I game, catch it, man. It's so much fun. Um, but yeah, so that is League I so far. All right, players of the week. Players of the week is brought to you by in the dot com. In dot com is an amazing apparel company that gets that helps uh with the players associations of Major League Soccer, Major League Baseball, National Basketball Association, National Football League, and so so much more. They have amazing designs. And hey man, get ready because MLB MLB is coming. So they're going to come out with some really sick shirts as well. Um, So amazing designs. Material is amazing. I love the fabric and the best part of it all. It has passed the fat boy test from Kelsey coin of high low sports. So I can tell you from personal experience, man, I really love this company. I have a lot of shirts from them. I'm a big Astros fan. So I definitely have some Astros shirts from them. Um, I got a Jeremy Pena shirt and I also got a Kyle Tucker shirt as well. Um, you know, I'm no longer a fraud. I've watched Ted Lasso. It's an amazing show. So I do have a football is life shirt um in that dynamo orange. So make sure you guys, if you guys want to check them out, go ahead and check them out in the clutch.com. And if you guys want more incentive, if you use the code insert name at checkout, it'll save yourself 10% off your entitled entitled your entire purchase. So thank you again, to in the clutch for being a great partner and the sponsor for players of the week, so Edwards' player of the week is Angel Correa, who scored two goals in Atletico Madrid's three-two win against Cadiz. So, solid performance for Angel Correa. Always pops his name, always pops up at one point. And, and for players of the week, and my player of the week is Jude Bellingham, who scored a goal and assist in Real Madrid's three-no three-no win against Girona. Um, Jude Bellingham, dude, he, he is him. He is him. An amazing assist with with the outside foot, outside part of his foot, curves it right and perfectly for José Lu, Great goal, and then scores a goal for himself. Just to make the statement that Real Madrid is, is not a team to be sleeping on. So, solid performance. So, congratulations to Angel Correa and Jude Bellingham for being our players of the week. Um, please go on social media, on Instagram and X, at InsternameFC. If you go to Instagram, It'll be on our stories. You can go ahead and vote for who you think should be Player of the Week um, between Angel Correa and Jude Bellingham. And if you go on X at Insert Name FC, you'll see the post for Players of the Week. In the comment below will be a poll for you to vote for who you uh, vote between Angel Correa and Jude Bellingham. So please, please, please go on there. Follow us on, on Instagram and X at Insert Name FC, And submit your vote who you think should be player of the week between these two players. So thank you again. Um, All this will go into our, our, our ballots for our votes for the Roosevelt Spencer's player of the year award that we do give out at the end, near the end of the year at our, actually at, at our end of the year episode. So make sure you guys put in your votes so you can make sure that your player is being well represented for the Roosevelt Spencer's player of the year award. So once again, thank you. Into Clutch, use the code INSERT NAME at checkout and save yourself ten percent off your purchase at IntoClutch dot com. All right, there is some games to look forward to this coming weekend. We have in the MLS Atlanta United versus the Columbus Crew. Um, things are getting tighter in the MLS, man. We're kind of near near the end of the season. Um, teams are trying to fight for playoff position. Teams are trying to make it to the playoffs. So things are, and this right now is a pretty good matchup. Um, with with some playoff implications from Atlanta United and Columbus crew. And Orlando City SC taking on New England Revolution. Um, so that's a, some pretty good matches. In Liga MX, we got Chivas versus Atlas. It is the Battle of Guadalajara. So it's going to be a good one. And Toluca taking on Querétaro. Obviously, Toluca wants to improve on their position um, to maybe secure a quarterfinal spot in Liga MX. In League Un. We have Stade de Reims taking on AS Monaco. Um, it's going to be a really good matchup. Obviously, Stade de Reims has that guy that does not have an away license. So, team's still rocking with him. Love to see it. Um, and then RC Lens taking on Lille. So, some really good matchups there in League One. In the Bundesliga, we got VFB Stuttgart taking on VFL Volksburg. Um Really solid game. Maybe check out Kevin Paredes. Ooh, you know what? This is a good time to mention something here. So I'm a I'm actually getting back into card collecting and I've never really had uh soccer cards before. Um never really collected them, but I just decided to go get myself the, the Bundesliga packs from the previous season and I just got me uh if it if it will let, let me show a little bit on it's not going to it's not going to focus. Anyways, obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube, but I got a Kevin Paredes card uh, in, in in the packs that I got. It is also a 172 of 230. So, you know, it's a really cool card. Uh, Kevin Paredes, I think there's a lot of potential there for him, especially with the U.S. men's national team. So, pretty cool to have his card right there. But, uh, go ahead and check him, maybe. Get a, get a gander at him over at Wolfsburg this weekend. Um, and Borussia Dortmund taking on Union Berlin um, is also going to be a pretty good one to watch there in the Bundesliga. In the Serie A, we got Juventus versus Torino, the Battle of Turin. So that's going to definitely be always an intense matchup. Um, and Napoli, let's see how, how how things are going between them and, and Victor Ossiman as they take on Fiorentina. Fiorentina.
2: That's in the Serie A. And in
1: La Liga, we have Atletico Madrid taking on Real Sociedad. It's all about improving your positioning right now. And Granada versus Barcelona. So some really, really big matchups going there in La Liga. Um, In the English Premier League, we have Brighton taking on Liverpool. Um, Brighton looking really good. Uh, Liverpool, man. They're looking nice. I mean, they got fucked over last match uh as they you know, thanks to Var. So we'll see if they can bounce back because I really thought Liverpool was the better team on the field. But we'll we'll see what happens there. And we do have another singing bet matchup as Arsenal will take on Manchester City. So me and Spencer. Uh, so we'll see if if I can get some, some revenge or if Spencer's gonna continue to to wreak havoc in the English Premier League side with his club, Manchester City. So those are games to look forward to. Obviously, there's a lot of soccer going on, but if you guys want a good beginner's guide, this is definitely it. So we'll go ahead and take one more break, and then we'll wrap this show up with my closing thoughts.
0: Hey, everyone. It's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Fill Up Sports, We have the tickets
1: and we're back. All right. So my closing thoughts for this episode is so I've had friends that I've always try to be supportive for and this, this past couple of days have been no exception. So I have a old college classmate of mine, um, that participated in a reality show on Netflix. I guess a pretty popular one because it's in this fifth season and that is the show. Love is blind. And while he didn't really, so, you know, he said, am I going to watch it? I'm going to tell you something a little bit about myself. I hate, uh, I hate tra- like trashy reality shows, which is usually the relationship one, the ones that are like, you know, Oh, a bunch of singles come together and, you know, try and find love. And, you know, so I really hate those reality shows. trying to figure out like if there is really a reality show that i like i really don't count it but like cooking shit probably like the cooking competitions but once again i really don't consider that reality show it's a competition show uh, at least in my opinion so maybe maybe i just don't like reality shows um I, i i never really got into big brother uh real world okay i liked real world um but then i i didn't really care too much for real world i cared more about like you know, real world world rules challenge when they start doing those competitions. I guess I like competition shows uh, more than anything. Um, but so, Love is Blind. So if you got if you guys have never watched Love is Blind, I I pity you because I envy you because I wish I, I wish I didn't have to watch it. But um, so you know, essentially Love is Blind, which I think is a very the concept. The, at least the concept is is somewhat intriguing. Um, so the concept is that you can't see the person you're talking to. So they get a bunch of singles and I guess this season it featured Houston singles, people from Houston. And so, you know, the concept is if concept is obviously the men all are on on one side of where that, wherever the hell this place is at. And on the other side, it's all women. And so you go into this pod and in the pod, you know, there's you and the other person, but you can't see each other. It's you're. It's just you're just talking to this person. You can't see how they look. You're just getting to know the person and liking the person for who they are, how they talk, how they interact, what their interests are, which in reality is probably how dating is supposed to be, not the blind, not the blind part, but essentially getting to know the person for who they are. And if you, and obviously as you continue with the experiment, you continue talking to the person. You keep talking to them get to know them a little bit more. And at at some point you have to decide if you want to propose to this person. So, and I'm assuming this is like a, a matter of days. So in a matter of days of getting to know a person, you have to decide if I love this person and then have to decide, am I prepared to commit myself? Commit to them. I don't know why I said commit myself. Commit to them as as husband and and wife, and I think that that is such a very very dumb con idea because of the fact that like we're talking about marriage, we're not we're not talking about like dating somebody, you know, we're not talking about boyfriend and girlfriend. We're talking about we're gonna skip all that shit and go right into getting married. That to me sounds stupid. All right, and but anyway, so but. My friends participating in, it, so I had to watch it and so um I watched and so Netflix fuck you Netflix by the way, fuck you because you had to it, so so the when when love is blind came when this new season came out, you can only watch four episodes, so you watch four episodes right, and this is like them in the pods where they're meeting you know meeting people and talking to people and all that shit so and then after that you so the new the new episodes didn't drop till september twenty ninth I know, because I, I had to fucking wait till that time, um, for another couple of episodes to drop, and now so it's like the the segments of the experiments. So the first part is obviously in the pods; you're talking to people, getting to know the people, and then the next round are for the people that ended up finding that person that they want to marry, and so they go to Cancun for some you know little getaway, and and so then and then after that, you know, they go back to Houston. They live together. They start learning about how the other side lives, and, and all that bullshit. They meet the families, meet friends, and then, so that that was that part, that chunk of the episode. Now I have to wait a, a, for a little, a little longer for the new part, the new episodes to come out, which I feel like it's the conclusion where we start seeing who's actually going to get married, because that should actually it dwindles down as we go, because so. In in the first in the first part of that of the of the fifth season, we you have this one couple that's a firefighter and a teacher, and they're actually the first ones to get you know to to say they're get to get engaged. They go to obviously they go to Cancun, and the guy just doesn't talk to her. He just doesn't talk. Um, and if people are trying to say, well, is she ugly or anything like that? No, I honestly thought she was very beautiful. Um. She also, she's my type of gal. I will honestly tell you that right now. She she would be my type of gal. Uh, She was, you know, she was pretty, nice, kind. um, And she was a teacher. So, I mean, obviously she has to have some level of patience. Um, But the dude just didn't talk. And, I mean, I th- I'm assuming the guy is just an awkward guy. I'm just going to assume that because he didn't really know how to answer questions. And I think it's so different because, obviously, when you're in the pods, all you can do is talk so you have to talk you can't look at the person you can't feel the person and blah 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 all that bullshit um but yeah so they i thought that they would be the ones that end up working out especially from the pods but then like obviously they get to mexico and she finds out this guy's pretty fucking dull and so it didn't work out um they actually didn't go back to houston together they actually ended up splitting Um, because he ends up saying some bullshit like, oh, you know, I, I didn't like to try makeup on, which by far I have to say is the dumbest fucking thing I ever heard in my life. Cause I'm not saying that all women wear makeup and I've, I've I've met some women that don't, don't like, don't wear makeup, but I feel like majority of the women I've met, once again, there's probably some women, actually, my mom is one of those people that doesn't really wear makeup, but there's more women that I know that wear makeup. And I'm not saying every single fucking day. I mean, like, obviously for special occasions and shit like that, they, you know, put some makeup on. And, and there's people, I have know people that put on a good amount of makeup. I know people that put very little makeup. There's, and I'm not here to judge. You look good, you feel good, right? But that, apparently, that was his excuse as to why he just thought, he just didn't like, she, he thought she was fake for wearing makeup, which... That is by far the dumbest fucking thing I ever heard in my life. By far, I am not even going to sugarcoat it. That was the dumbest fucking thing I ever heard. I think you're fake because you wear makeup, bro. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Um. So, yeah, I was pulling for the. Uh, I'm not gonna say their names. If you want to watch the show, if you want, um, I'm sure I'm doing. I'm giving you guys a raving review of how th- how how I think about the show. But yeah, it, it it was just fucking hilarious to me. Um, there's also, you can also have a drinking game because there is a character, not a character, there's a person on this show that, um, uh, she likes to mention she's Puerto Rican. So if you want to have a drinking game, um, just drink every time she says Puerto Rico because you'll get a good buzz from that. I'm just going to let you know right now because she reminds you she's Puerto Rican. But aside from that, um... I probably should stop watching the show because uh, my friend's my friend was only featured in the beginning. Like in the first episode he was featured and it it after that he, I don't ever see him fucking again. But it, I think at this point I I just want to see how dumb this show continues. I've never watched any of the other seasons of Love is Blind. I don't care to ever watch any of the other seasons of Love is Blind, but I'm going to watch watch it from start to finish just because I, at this point like I'm invested, I guess. Um and 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 for some people that are probably thinking like, you know why you why are you pulling put like have you done this before? I actually, as a matter of fact, fun fact, I have, I have actually, cause I had a friend that also participated in the Bachelor, uh, a while not that long ago, uh, maybe like a few years ago. She was in the Bachelor. She was one of the, the the women that were going after the Bachelor. Um, so I watched the Bachelor in support of her. Um, she did not win and i think thank god because the guy was a fucking moron. Um but i can't tell you. I i can't honestly tell you cuz i i haven't watched another bachelor ever since. Uh nor will i ever plan on watching another bachelor unless i have a friend that's co- participating in in the bachelor or the bachelorette. But i would say if if they were to continue doing, you know, love is blind, we need to shake things up here, man. Like, if we're really gonna say love is truly blind, and I would honestly, like, if love is truly blind, we need to we need to raise the stakes here. I'm looking at you, Nicholas Shea. I don't even think Nicholas Shea is watching this, but maybe one day you'll you'll, you'll stumble on this. If you really want to shake this show up, make it real. Put fat people in it. Everybody that was in that show was it. It was a lot of hot people a lot of beautiful people. I'm not saying that they're ugly in any way. Everyone's beautiful in that show. Even the guys, dude. Some of them were some of those guys were studs. But let's make this real. Let's get some fat people in there. Let's really shake it up. Like I mean really do it right. Like love if love is really blind, you will love that person regardless of their weight. So, that's my my whole thing. But aside from that, stupid show. Fucking stupid. I think it wouldn't be as bad if, if the fact that marriage wasn't uh if marriage wasn't at the end of the tunnel. Um I, like if someone would tell me, Hey, do you want to par- participate in a reality show where you meet a bunch of singles but you can't see them and at the end you have to decide you want to marry them, you lost me at marriage. And I'm not saying I'm some guy that's like, Oh, I'm never gonna get married. It's not that. I'm just saying I'm not gonna marry somebody that I just met. That's my argument for that. And so um like that that's not a that's not realistic that's not how life works in any by any means so that's the only reason why i would never uh participate in that show would be because i'm not trying to get married uh right away and then obviously i don't i'm not i don't think i'm love is blind material obviously i'm fat um i'm also not the bachelor but i would love a bachelor where there's just fat people in, in the bachelor i think that would be sign me up i'll watch that one but like once again, I wouldn't participate in it because you're talking about marriage. That's fucking scary. Once again, you just barely met the person. You're not really gonna. And then also, like especially with the bachelor, because it's like nothing but people one gender and just this is one person of the opposite sex. I mean, I'm assuming camera crews and all that, but and I've heard some stories. I have friends that are like super into the bachelor, but at the end of it all, right after like you 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 shrink shrink your options down to like. To the the number the one person you're supposed to marry them, once again. Maybe da- marry, not marry, not that, but maybe like date, boyfriend, girl, girlfriend. Let's do that. Let let's let's keep it slow. I'm not trying to marry someone right the fuck away, dude. That's just fucking insane. But I dig I, I digress. But yeah, that's the love is blind. Is stupid, but I gotta support my friends. So there's that want to give a shout out to the Belly Up podcast never check out their website bellyupsports.com follow them on Instagram and X at bellyupmedia and at bellyupsports um lots of great stuff man they're going to be very busy especially with the MLB postseason going on football's going on college football's going on so lots of great stuff going on over there at Belly Up so go ahead and check them out not your average website um shout out to Goals TV man if you're watching us through Goals TV man I love it Goals TV is is essentially the netflix the hulu of soccer content if you've had trouble finding just content on soccer whether it's you know maybe a specific mls team maybe you want to learn more about the mls or maybe you just want the american's perspective on on the on the beautiful game goal tv is going to give you all that it it breaks it down to categories so you can find exactly what you're looking for we're in there, so you guys can go ahead and check us out there. But also they have some great original content like Yanks the Round Table and Um uh Wake Up MLS. So they do have an MLS show and a show where they talk about the Premier League. So go ahead and check them out, man. And I'm sure that there's something for everyone there. if you're if you're a St. Louis SC fan, they got you covered. If you're you're an Atlanta United fan, they got you covered. Houston Dynamo, they got you covered. So go ahead and check them out, man. Goals TV. Follow them on Instagram at goalsgolz.tv. Once again at golz.tv on Instagram and on X at G O L Z underscore TV. Once again, at on X at G O L Z underscore TV. And of course, man, I always got to give love to this guy. He makes the beats. He has to edit our, our singing bets. And that's of course our man, Roosevelt Spencer. Uh, we love him so much. We, we named the award. For the player of the year after him. So uh, the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer's player of the year award. He does everything. He does so much for us man. We can never thank him enough. So if you like our beats. Our intros or outros. You like how our audio sounds whenever we do these singing bets. Hit him up on Instagram. At that guy dope. Once again at that guy dope. If you need beat work done man. Because he'll help you out. He's done a great job. Uh, We always recommend him to everybody on on uh on belly up um if anybody in goals tv needs some beats it, I'm you know hit up Spencer man he has no problem helping you guys out so so once again thanks to him um that is it man that is episode 140. Is it one forty Jesus Christ what episode are we on now I think it's one forty six I think it's one forty six it is one forty six so thank you for listening to episode one forty six Uh, catch us next week for episode 147 where I'm sure we'll be talking about more 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 footy so thank you so much for listening catch us next week take care guys